welcome people. We have Ivo Bonev in Bulgaria sitting there in the school. Welcome Ivo to the podcast. Thank you, Oli. I'm insanely happy to be here and I have a chance to talk with you, man. I've just said how awesome your setup looks like. I really love it. And uh, it's going to be a real pleasure to uh, share some thoughts. Yes. Uh, the, yeah, the lights are normally changing. Now they're on red and blue. Uh, we have some Christmas tree as decoration and uh, it's dark. So that's why it looks so awesome. During the day, it doesn't look so great. So, Ivo, what is the book that is important to you and why is it important to you? The book that I, I, I wanted to share some thoughts about, it's a very simple uh, book. It's quite small and uh, I like simple things and I like when people can uh, express themselves and uh, talk about, uh, yeah, uh, almost uh, that small, uh, talk about interesting and uh, uh, deep things uh, in, a, in a way that people can understand. And that's why I wanted to share some thoughts on Jonathan Livingston uh, book. It's, uh, it's written by uh, Richard Bach. I actually uh, found him a couple of years ago. A friend of mine uh, uh, suggested me to, to read a book, A Very Special Girl. And uh, it, it, I was like astonished how, uh, how simple the book is. It's about, of course, I'm not going to uh, talk about the plot into uh, uh, too many details. I don't want to spoil it for the people who haven't read it. But basically, it, it, it talks about uh, the life of, uh, of uh, 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 of a very cool and uh, an interesting uh, creature, one seagull, and what's happening uh, with uh, with his life, uh, the, the the choices he makes, uh, the way he he sees uh, life, and the challenges he faces in order to find himself. So it's a it's a very interesting metaphor uh, about uh, uh, the the human society and the choices and thoughts we all have to undertake at some point of our life. Okay, and so, so why is it that important to you? Well, I, what, I, what I found the, the, the most profound for me, it was how easy it is to relate yourself to the choices that Jonathan has to make in, uh, in his own life. And uh, many times the obstacles we have to overtake are the obstacles that not necessarily we realize we are facing what i'm trying to say is sometimes we might facing uh obstacles such as uh, maybe a, a relative or a, or a very dear uh, part of our family who is uh, not treating you as you want or who is not supporting you as much as you want and sometimes people have problems with that uh it could be your, your father your mother it could be uh, your sister your aunt and I think that Jonathan uh, is facing very interesting challenges uh, in his book, in, in the book, and, and the way he's, uh, he's uh, thinking about these things, it's, it's quite fascinating. Another thing that, that struck me when I read the book, uh, it was uh, the way uh, people, well, the way the seagulls, let's, let, let, let's talk in metaphor, uh, the way seagulls were building uh, their society and the way they were... Uh, creating gods the way they, they were creating in what they, they believe and and it was very interesting how not only birds and seagulls but also people can create things 
in which we would like to believe. And many times we believe in, 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 in so many things out of our reach, but we don't believe in ourselves. And this is very, very uh, interesting when you think about it, because if you have to bet on something, why not bet on yourself? And uh, I've read this in a, in a book somewhere, uh, and, and I was thinking to myself, and I was like, that makes perfect sense. My, I mean, we are betting on, on, on so many things that, we, uh, that are out of our reach, and so few are betting on themselves, saying, okay, I'm worth, I'm good, uh, I can do that, and if I fail, I will learn from it, and I will move to the next challenge, and the next challenge, and eventually I will find what I like and what I want to do and, and what I'm good at, and I won't let uh, uh, one thing to, to, to crush my hopes or my beliefs. So that was the other thing that Jonathan has to fight with. And he realizes uh, the way the other seagulls were building uh, 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 in what they are believing. And he was, he was not sure why they don't believe in themselves, but in so many things that are out, out there and what other seagulls were telling them. Wow. So, so it was the self-reflection to you, perhaps, or how you see the world, or were you in a place where you didn't really believe in yourself when you read that, and you're like, hey, I should bet on myself more? I, I, was, I was in a place when I read the book, uh, I was in a place when, uh, to some extent, I, w I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't so comfortable, not comfortable, but I wasn't so sure in what I'm doing. I, I, I was unsecure. In my, in, my, in my work, in my job. But then I realized that what, what the book helped me realize is that the situation you are in are just challenges. And if you're not good in something or you don't feel well at some point in what you're doing, it's absolutely normal process. And in the process, you find yourself. You just have to be persistent. And many times we're not persistent and we start... Uh, whining why is this like that why i'm not getting what i want and i'm not saying it's easy i'm just saying that with the book i kind of felt the moment when i said to myself okay actually if i just try to believe a little bit more in myself and bet on myself i believe that uh, with the time it will come the point where i will say i was happy i bet on myself and I got what I wanted. I don't know when it was going to happen. It could happen in five years or in 10 years. But eventually, I will get it. I will get there. It's a process. Oh, that's beautiful. So, so the book is made, the book is, it's a story, right? But the story is a story in a metaphor. And it's basically, it helps to self reflect a little bit how we see the world and how people around us see the world. And, where we actually give away our power to others instead of taking it to us and say, hey, I can do it. Exactly. exactly. Basically, you know, it's, it's, it's this ongoing battle between the individual and the society. <laughs> and uh, when, when you have a society that says, that's not good, you're not good in that, you're not worth. And it's not that society is making it on purpose because they want to hurt you. It's not like that. It's just that it's how it's constructed. And many times, outliers are the people who are just not fitting or, 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 or sometimes you, you just might 
need a push or or or, or help or 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 just the the time to 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 just get better in what you're doing and many times the society not necessarily giving you this time okay. so basically richard bach is a is a very interesting author by the way i've read uh, four or five more books from him uh, about love about uh, uh, time travel even you know in, in some way quite funny <laughs> he's interesting person he's still alive by the way thank god uh, he's living in uh, in the united states as far as i know he's close to 90 uh, quite an interesting guy and uh, uh, the way he talks about jonathan and the choices he's making it just related to me so much it, it's you know it's like I mean, so many times, I, as a teacher, I see it even in class with children. There are so many children who are saying to other children, you're not good at that, don't do it, you're stupid, why are you doing that? And it just hurt me so much when I'm in the classroom and I see the kids and I'm like, like why would you do that, you know? And, and of course, it's reflection on, on, from their parents or from the group they're growing up in or, or their brothers or sisters and that's normal i'm talking about children third fourth fifth sixth grade it's a normal dynamic but it's just like i see when we have this uh, child that it's a little bit unsecure and i sometimes see how other children are like oh you don't know this how can you not know this or why are you saying that that's stupid and it's just like jumping on the on the kid and i'm like whoa guys what are you doing that's not that's not right and and Jonathan is some kind of a similar situation when he start, starts to think about the life uh, he is living, think about the, the challenges he's facing uh, and how society, uh, the, the, from how the, the, the civil society is saying, you're good enough for go get some food and be happy with that. That's it. While Jonathan wants to learn how to be a better uh, uh, in the in the air? How to fly better? How to fly like eagles? And everybody is saying that's stupid. Just don't try it. It's never gonna work. You're a seagull. Accept it and be seagull. But he just wanna dream, and eventually uh, he fights for what he believes in. Okay, so so for whom do you think that book would be interesting to read? Oli, I think. This book can be read by anyone, but of course, I think that for people who are in a situation where they're struggling with a choice they would like to make right now, and they have some pressure from their family or friends, I think this book will help them realize that all this pressure all this situation where you think that the, 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 the choice you have to make right now, it's, it's, it's something you can't deal with by yourself. I think this book will help them realize that they have all the knowledge and all the, the, the potential to take the right decision and just keep on walking forward. Now you said you're a teacher. I don't know how old the kids are you're teaching. 
would you give it to like a 13, 14 year old? Because they're like in this age where they uh -huh. compare themselves, where they want to be standing out. Uh -huh. Well, I'm working and I'm teaching children between first and uh, seventh grade. And I would say that, to be completely honest, I think this is a book where, as I've said, it's a metaphor. And of course, you have books you, books you, you, you can read two, three, four times and you find new things. Uh, in the book about yourself and about the story. But I think that this is a book where I would say at least eight, nine grades, you know, just a little bit in, in this age when you are already like in teenage years, maybe struggling with, uh, with uh, a love or, 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 or parents, fights, you know, normal things we all uh, went through. Uh, and I think, you know, just maybe like eight, eight, eight grade above would, would, would be okay. Okay, I, it just came up to me. So what I realized doing a few of the interviews this week is like people are reading, consuming books differently. Um, that could be audiobook, it could be ebook reader, computer, or physical. How are you reading? Uh, that's, uh, that's a very interesting question. Uh, I've, I've started using uh, some uh, audiobooks lately in uh, different uh, channels and programs. Uh, but to be completely honest, it uh, didn't work uh, well for me. I get distracted easy. I lose the, the detail easy. I've tried uh, maybe around 10, 12, 15 books. I've tried uh, as, as audiobooks for the last around year and a half, but didn't work out so well for me. I'm sticking to uh, my Kindle and uh, uh, physical books. Uh, because I'm using, uh, um, especially in uh, Kindle, I'm, I'm underlining many things. And what I'm doing is when I underline different uh, 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 spots in the book, what I'm doing is from time to time, I'm going back and I'm just reading the, the things I've underlined. So let's say if, I, if I've read uh, Jonathan Livingston, Seagull, uh, two, three, four years ago, I can just go and see what I've underlined and for like, 15, 20 minutes, I get back the book, what was about, what was the thing that strikes me the most. And it's just easy for me to just reread it, like uh, sort of saying uh, the book. Uh, so that's, the, that, that's how it works uh, 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 best for me. And uh, yeah, I was struggling with technology for a long time for books. I mean, I didn't want to buy Kindle. I didn't like the e-readers. I was like, no, I would never do that. But to be completely honest, it's really useful, especially when you travel, when you are just moving around. And also, as I said, to underline specific things that you would like to check out later. So when you come back in a year or two, you can just go through your uh, underlines and just find what was the most striking for you and just remember it quite quickly. Okay. You, are you exporting uh, the, these uh, highlights uh, on the Kindle? Uh, no, absolutely. We have this cool feature in uh, Kindle. When you underline it, you have my clippings. So it's like an extra uh, book you have. So they go there automatically. So when I, when I have, let's say, I, I've, yeah, I've already like, I don't know, like 70, 80 books. And, and they, they, go, they get uh, automatically in my clippings. So it's just right there. And I, just, I can just go there and just start checking them out right away. It, it, it happens automatically. Okay, now, now you just popped up another question in my head. How many books are you reading per year? Uh, I've, uh, I've, uh, I'm not a number guy. I've tried the number, uh, uh, the number game. Like, let's say I'm putting in my, uh, uh Goodreads, uh, uh, 20 books per year. 
but I always fail to write them down there, to, to check them. Sometimes I read books uh, which are uh, on hard copy, so I don't put them there, so I can, never, uh, I can never handle the numbers. But usually around, I would say, one, two books per month. Per month, depends on the book, but I would say 12, 15 books per year, more or less. It's not a huge number, but for me it works because I'm also reading a lot of articles in Medium, uh, a lot of uh, literature which is uh, focused on technology and innovation. So for me, books are basically reading in the morning for like, for like 30, 40 minutes. And sometimes in the evening, again, before going to sleep. Because they get me that. I get really, uh, really uh, fast and easy sleeping when I start reading a book in the evening. Okay, so, so you have a fast, uh, a fixed habit every morning to read and almost every yes. evening. Are you, are you reading the same book in the morning and evening or are you having different literature in the evening? Like, because this if is, I read something is... which is getting my head to work, it will be harder for me to sleep. So I love to read fantasy books in the evening. Then I'm just drifting off, right? This, uh, <laughs> you're really giving me amazing questions. Actually, in the morning, I always read books that are related to work and learning. So like uh, uh, business literature, financial literature, stuff like that. In the evening, I always read books that are for fun and pleasure. So always like that. I've tried this for the past couple of months and it works great for me. Awesome. I mean, you answered like the most um, important questions. Sorry for the background noise. My daughter running after our cat <laughs> like uh, they're getting better and better along they're both small the dog is yeah. and the cat is i think four and a half five so yeah i mean where do you want people to reach out to you if they want to know more about the books you're reading or the schooling you do they can always uh, they can always add me uh, you can put it in the link below in instagram or Facebook, Kivailo Bonev. Uh, I also have a web page uh, about my work. Uh, I have a company for education, technocrati.bg. Uh, it's basically uh, a company that focuses on education for children and implementing technology and new methods in the educational process. So if they're interested in any, anything of that, LinkedIn, of course, Ivailo Bonev, uh, with, Ivailo with Y. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to to see how the episode went, and of course to uh, watch some new amazing stuff uh, from you, man. Thank you very much, and that's great. So um, I loved it. We managed it. We were speeding a bit in the beginning. I, I'm on one percent battery, believe it or not. I will make a screenshot and send it to you. <laughs> so with that. Uh, all listeners, thank you for today's episode. You know what to do. You like this Oliver Shiva show on wherever you are. You give star ratings oh. and all that stuff. And you wait for tomorrow for the next episode, whoever that's going to be. Thank you so much for the trust, for uh, the, 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 the great questions. And I, I hope that uh, to some extent uh, it's, uh, it was interesting for people. And I also hope that people will uh, uh, get the book. Uh, there were like amazing uh, 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 pictures in the book uh, of, of seagulls. It's really beautiful book, and I, I'm pretty sure that you will love it. It's it's, it's quite easy to, to read, and and uh, and uh, it, it, it's amazing metaphor for for the way we live our lives. Okay, now you mentioned pictures. You think it's okay in the Kindle or an ebook reader? Uh, uh, I'm here. I'm still here. 
yeah, you, you, if you buy it, it's the best way. I have it as a, I have it as a, as a, as a hard copy, and it it looks beautiful. You should have it in your home. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, and see you soon, man. Bye bye.